You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Age of Radio. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man. Joining me as always, my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? Doing good, man. I'm excited. It is NBA playoff time. Oh, yes. Finally, dude. This is like the best time of year playoff time is you never know what's going to happen. No, you do not know what's going to happen, but it's always nice to see what happens. And always right, well, let's get into this, man. All right. So, first off, we're going to start off how the... Uh, uh, that is not accurate, I don't think. No, yeah, it is. Hang on. I confused myself for a second. Anyways, <laughs> how the NBA standings finished out this season. <laughs> In the Eastern Conference, the one seed, of course, was the 76ers at 49-23, and 23, 681 win percentage. The Nets followed behind them by a game 48-24 and 24 and 667 percentage. The Bucks finished 46-26 and 26 with a 639 percentage and eight games back. The Knicks and Hawks both finished 41-31 and 31 with a 569 percentage and eight games back. The Heat went 40-32 and 32 with a 556 percentage and nine games back. The Celtics went 36-36, and 36, a 500 record and 13 games back. And the Wizards went 34-38, and 38, 472 win percentage and 15 games back of the 76ers. Out west, you had the Jazz finishing 52 and 20 with a 722 percentage. The Suns 51 and 21 with a 708 percentage and one game back. The Nuggets and Clippers both finished at 47 and 25 with a 653 winning percentage and five games back. The Mavericks, Blazers, and Lakers all finished at 42 30 with a 583 win percentage and 10 games back. But the Mavericks held um, tiebreakers against both the Lakers and Blazers, which is why they got the fifth seed. And the Blazers had a tiebreaker over the Lakers, which gave them the sixth seed. And the Grizzlies finished out the top eight with 38-34 record with 528 win percentage and 14 games behind the Utah Jaws. So, the playoffs, as we see now, 
the bracket is. In the Western Conference, you have Utah taking on the Grizzlies, and that game's currently going on as we're recording this, so we don't have an update on the series um, record so far, but we'll give you everybody else's. The uh, Mavericks beat the Clippers in Los Angeles yesterday, winning um, pretty big, actually, almost a 10-point victory and taking one nothing series lead. The Blazers upended the Nuggets in Denver, taking a series lead of one nothing. The Suns held off the Lakers late, winning one. Uh, I believe they won nine. What was it? Ninety nine to ninety three or something like that, uh, taking a one nothing lead. The Seventy Sixers had a hard fought battle against the Wizards, surprisingly, but managed to hold on to win by seven and have a one nothing lead in the series. The Hawks upended the Knicks in New York, taking a one nothing series lead. The Bucks and Heat went into overtime in a great. Uh, buzzer beater by Chris Middleton gave the Bucks a victory in overtime, giving them a one nothing lead in the series. And the Nets kind of came out and dominated the Celtics, not surprisingly, taking the series lead one to nothing. Are you ready for some baseball? Let's do it, brother. All right. The MLB records this past week. Here we go. Starting from the bottom, going to the top. Oh yeah. That's how it goes. The Twins went three and four. Orioles zero and five. Tigers four and one. Angels two and five. Rangers three and three. Mariners zero and five. Royals three and one. Blue Jays one and four. Indians three and two. Astros two and three. Yankees five and one. White Sox two and three. Rays five and zero. Oh, A's three and two. And the Red Sox went four and one this past week. In the National League, the Rockies went two and three. Diamondbacks zero oh and six. Pirates went one and four. Nationals three and three. Reds one and five, Marlins three and two, Braves three and three, Phillies one and four, Brewers one and three, Cubs three and two, Mets three and two, Cardinals three and one, Giants four and two, Dodgers six and zero, oh, and the Padres went five and zero oh this past week. And we routed the Giants today. I was so happy. <laughs> it's fun. Let's see what I did there. I'm looking at it going, oh. My bad. I don't see what's going on here, guys. So, uh, I accidentally didn't give Cooper uh, the notes for the <laughs> previous week in baseball. So, uh, my bad. That's why he's confused. I'm like over here like a deer in the headlights going, oh. He's looking at the MLB standings, which we're about to talk about, going, this doesn't make sense to me. Dude, I'm already slow. Don't mess with me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know how that happened, honestly. <laughs> Alright, anyways, <laughs> Major League Baseball standings, now that Cooper's caught up. In the American League, the AL East, the Red Sox still lead the division at 29-18 with a 6.17 percentage. Cheers. <laughs> the Rays are 28-19 with a 5.96 percentage and a game back. The Yankees are 27-19, a 5.87 percentage and a game and a half back of the, white, of the Red Sox. The Blue Jays are 23-21 with a 5.23 record. Uh, percentage and four and a half back and the only team that's under 500 and hasn't won 20 games in the AL East is the Baltimore Orioles at 17 and 28 with a 378 percentage and 11 games back that's got to be kind of embarrassing you're the only team in your division that doesn't have 20 wins yeah that is crazy dude and everybody else is above 500 and you're and you're under 400 that's crazy (laughs) Anyways. Yeah, that means you need to really think about um, total re- redo. Like, um, <laughs> the get rid of your coaches, get rid of your players, just start over, guys. Come on. Well, that's what the Orioles are known for. They do really well for a few years and then start sucking again. And then they tank for a while. And it takes them a while to get back in. Anyways, moving on to the AL Central. The White Sox are 26-18 and 18 and lead the division with a 591 percentage. 
The Indians are 24-19 with a 558 percentage and one and a half games back. The Royals are, are two games under 500 at 21-23 with a 477 percentage and five games back. The Tigers are 18-27, 400 percentage and eight and a half back. The Twins, still the worst team in baseball at 16-29 and 29 with a 356 win percentage and ten and a half back of the White Sox. Yikes. Out West in the American League, the A's lead the division at 28-19 with a 596 percentage. The Astros, the other cheaters, are 26 and 20 with a 565 no. uh, win percentage and one and a half back. Yeah, I beat you to the punch that time. The Mariners are 21 and 25 and a 457 percentage and six and a half back. The Rangers are 21 and 27 with a 438 percentage and seven and a half back. And the Angels are 19 and 27, a 413 percentage and eight and a half back. The Angels are another team in a division where everybody else has at least 20 wins or more, and they do not. <laughs> Sad. Sad times. All right, coming back to the East Coast, talking about the National League this time. In the NL East, the Mets are 21 and 18 with a 538 percentage and still leading the division. The Phillies are 22 and 24 with a 478 percentage and two and a half back. The Braves are 22 and 24 as well with a 478 percentage and of course two and a half back. I wish I would have read that ahead of time, so I would have known not to say both differently. <laughs> the Marlins are 21 and 24 with a 467 percentage and three games back, and the Nationals are yet another team that are. In a division that's where they haven't yet to win 20, as they're 19 and 23, with 452 average or percentage, and three and a half back. At least they're still in contention, unlike the other teams that kind of already seem like they're out of contention. Right. Well, I mean, already the Twins are basically out of contention. Definitely, yeah. And then NL Central, the Cardinals are 26 and 19 with a 578 percentage and leading the division. The Cubs are barely a game above 500, or 23 and 22 with a .511 percentage and three, and a game, uh, three games back. The Brew Crew are 22 and 23, a game under 500 at 489 win percentage and four back. The Reds are 20 and 24 with a 455 percentage and five and a half back. And the Pirates add to the list of teams that have yet to win 20 games and are in the last place of their division <laughs> at 18 and 27, 408 games back. Out West in the National League, the uh, I had this backwards. I forgot to switch uh, the. Padres are actually leading that division at 29 and 17 with a 6.30 percentage. Uh, the Dodgers and Giants are actually tied. We're tied because the Dodgers did win today, so we actually moved into solo by ourselves. So we're actually 29 and 18, while the Giants are 28 and 19. Uh, but anyway, so both of us before this were 28 and 18, 6.09, and a game back. But now it's course change. The Diamondbacks are 18 and 29, 383 percentage, and 11 and a half back. And the Rockies are 17 and 29, 370 percentage, and 12 games back. So let's talk some notes. Let's do it, bro. A little, little pieces of information for all y'all. Some info, yo. The de- uh, the Tampa, I almost call them the Devil Rays. <laughs> I'm so used to calling them the Devil Rays, but they're not anymore. They're just the Rays. Rays of sunshine. <laughs> They could have called themselves the Stingrays, and you know, instead of just being called the Rays. But you know, that's just me. Anyways, they are the hottest team in baseball right now, winners of nine straight, and have brought the Rays right back into the division race as they sit just a game behind those cheaters in first place. Let's see what I did there. (laughs) (laughs) The Padres and uh, Dodgers are right behind them with an eight and six straight wins, respectively. This has led to a very tight NL race with the Padres, Dodgers, and Giants all separated by a game apiece. Of course, that again has changed. But the Dodgers beating the Giants today, 11-5. to I'm so excited. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the teams that got some good winning streaks going right now? Yeah, it makes for good baseball, dude. Uh, 
We all look, we all love good winning streaks. Mm-hmm. This means you know everybody's playing nice, they're in a good groove. We'll just see who can keep it going, man. Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting to see who can stay hot the longest. And uh, I'm just go glad Dodgers, to see, go Dodgers. I'm glad to see we're finally getting a streak going here because after a while we were kind of going uh, down quickly. Yeah, with I, I thought Big Man was going to have like a corner because he was. Like, yeah. I was about to probably have to go into quadruple bypass surgery after that. <laughs> after what I was witnessing, it was scary. Holy crap! But hey, we hey they're pulling <laughs> it together, dude. Pulling it together, the bats have come alive, and ooh, we're ready to go. Anyways, on the opposite end of that spectrum are the Diamondbacks. The team is currently suffering a seven-game losing streak. The streak has almost put the Diamondbacks in last place in the entire National League, as they are only a half game above the Rockies currently. But the entire league that, but in the entire league that has the lousiest record is, of course, the Minnesota Twins still. And I believe we said they had only sixteen wins. Yeah, I think so. Double check that real quick. Wins. Yep, we had sixteen wins. I haven't checked to see what they did today. Um, but so as of this writing, they only had sixteen wins. So, your thoughts on the opposite end of the winning spectrum with the losing? Uh. Uh, we're still kind of, kind of, in that midway part of the season. I'm not sure that they're gonna be able to pull it out of this. Especially the Twins, dude. They just don't look like they're, don't look like they're doing anything. So, and uh, the poor Diamondbacks. Why can't they be the Suns? <sighs> because they're not as talented as the Suns. And then there's that. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's really weird because the Twins, I believe, if I remember correctly, were in the playoff last year. So I'm trying to figure out how you free fall from the playoff all the way to being the worst team in the American, um, well, in the entire league, honestly. It's just astonishing to me. It's kind of. Yeah, it's like head scratching. Yeah, you kind of just sit there and look at it and you're just like, uh, are y'all okay? Because you don't seem okay at all. <laughs> just. Quick doing double. Yeah, I mean, they won their division last year actually by a game, so they were in the playoff. And then to go from being a division winner in the playoff to then free falling all the way to last place in the entire league is just crazy. Yeah, and that's hard hard to tell why, too. I mean,. Different personnel, maybe? Um, I mean, not a whole lot changed. I mean, a team that I'm surprised is doing so well in the AL Central, the Indians, who gave up on... Well, they didn't give up on. They couldn't really think they couldn't afford um, Francisco Lindor, so they traded him off to the Mets. But yet, they're still 24-19 and and in a game and a half out behind the White Sox in the division race. So, it's crazy. And like I said, I don't think the Twins uh, lost a whole lot... This off season, so that it's just like really weird one eighty. Like, like what's going on here? Yeah, it's a really weird one eighty to say the least. All right, next up, there were back to back days of no hitters this past week at Spencer Turnbull, the Detroit Tigers, and Corey Kluber, the Yankees, threw no hitters. Turnbull no hit the Mariners, and Kluber no hit the Rangers. This is made for a total of six no hitters thus far. The league is now one way uh, one away from tying the modern day record of no hitters. If we could count Barb and Gardner's, it would be tied. In a single season. And two away from tying the overall record. And it's still May, so there's a chance this could happen. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the no-hitters? Dude, there's a really good chance this can happen. There's still enough time. There's still a lot of baseball to be played, so 
I definitely see this happening. Mm-hmm. And we still got a lot of good pitching going on, too. Yeah. We got great pitchers. It's not like we're like, you know, back when, what was it, the 90s, we had that lull of quarterback play in, in the NFL where everyone's like, oh my gosh, we don't know if we got, I mean, other than, of course, Troy Aikman, obviously, and Jim Kelly for the most part until injuries start, ended his career. Yeah. But for the most part, you're sitting there like, the quarterback play has gone downhill since the 80s. You know, and I mean, Elway still had his time, but he was getting close towards the end. I'm talking about like mid to late '90s, where quarterback play started really tapering off, and you only had like a, a few handful. Where now it's like it's back on the upswing, and so pitching, you go. Of course, you got five starters per team in a starting rotation, so you got a lot of quality arms in there, and a lot of good names. Um, I mean, we're just wait. I'm just waiting to see uh, Kershaw, Bueller. Bauer, anybody on the Dodgers to throw because, you know, we, we should. Because <laughs> you want one. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean I, that, that, that's, that's... I'd like a perfecto, to be honest any, with you. But. Any team wants to see some good shit like this. Yeah, so it's going to be definitely uh, interesting to find out what happens with this uh, no-hitter record for a uh, season. Because you never know. You don't. All right, next up, the Atlanta Braves blew out the Pittsburgh Pirates on Friday to the tune of a 20-1 to game. The Pirates managed Oof. to get 11 hits in the game, but could only push across one run the entire game. They would score their lone run in the ninth inning to avoid being shut out. The Pirates team combined to be 1-for-9 with runners in scoring position. The Braves, on the other hand, combined for six home runs in the blowout. Cooper, our first real big blowout nice. this season. At what point do you say it's time to wave the white flag? We're done with this. Because that is crazy, dude. I mean, to have that many hits and only one run come across? Yeah. What is, what's what's going on here? Well, I mean, as we said, they were one for nine with runners in the scoring position. They stranded ten runners on base the whole game. It was unbelievable. Just, just crazy, dude. Crazy. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things. Just, I've, I mean, that used to be the how the Dodgers, when they didn't really have that high-powered offense they got now, yeah. that's how we would lose games a lot of the time is because we just wouldn't push, off, push enough runs across. Like, we would spoil, early in uh, Kershaw's career, we'd spoil a lot of his wins because he would give up one, but the team went like 0 for 8, 9, 10 with runners in scoring position, couldn't get a run across, and we'd lose one nothing. Yeah, that's crazy. And Ker- I mean, Kershaw would be a lot better in his win win-loss record if... Our team had a lot of good bats. But, dude, that's just, that's just crazy. 20-1. Yeah. Yeah, it was really bad. I mean, just like, I'm sitting there just going, good Lord. I mean, we almost did the same thing to the Giants today. We were up 11 and nothing at one point. We gave up five runs in the back end of the game. But that was kind of not good. But we chased their pitcher with, it, with <laughs> two and two-thirds innings of work. All right, you ready to head over to the hardcore? Let's do it. The hardwood court, whatever. The hardcore? Yeah, whatever I just said. We'll just avoid what I just said, period, and move on. Yeah, exactly. So LeBron James violated league's health and safety protocols when he was spotted at a Kiel event, not masked. However, the league stated that since the event was not a spread crisis level of attendance, the LeBron James would not be punished by the league. This just goes to show that the league is truly only caring about its bottom line rather than health and safety of its players. I mean, honestly, Cooper, that's how I honestly feel. And I know. Everyone's like, well, he's a Laker. Wouldn't you want him on the court? Yeah, I, I of would. Of course you want him on the court. But you want him to follow protocol the same way everyone else does. Mm-hmm. Because 
Now, you know, being a Laker fan, you're still going to have to hear it either way. Yeah, they're going to be like, oh, so if the Lakers beat the Suns but LeBron wasn't suspended, well, is it because LeBron wasn't suspended? Well, possibly, yeah. I mean, we didn't win today because we're going to talk about um, Anthony Davis here in a minute. But I'm just saying, it's it's to me, it's if it was any other player, honestly, I don't see how they're not suspended, even if it wasn't a crisis level attendance for spreading of a virus yeah you know this whole pandemic has been about trying to prevent spread whether you've been and especially even so you still get people talking about well even if you've been vaccinated you still got to take precautionary measures and the nba still has those precautionary measures that you're supposed to be in compliance with whether or not you've been vaccinated until they lax on those you violated league rules or um Whatever guidelines that you and it should you agree to. That you're the biggest freaking superstar in the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. They should have made an example of them. Exactly, and uh, I mean, so like I said, if it's any other player, it, it wouldn't be happening. It yeah. they would not be playing. Yeah. I mean, because we had that we had that thing last year. Yeah, the kid in the, um, that got taken out of the bubble when he tried to. Bring someone into his room. It's like that's yeah. that, that's not allowed. That, that's one person, dude. Yeah. I mean, he went to a a tequila party. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, got to hang out with celebrities, you know, like Michael B. Jordan or I don't know, just whatever. I'm still wondering if it was the same tequila event I saw that The Rock was um, live streaming on TikTok. Probably. But I just kept scrolling. I didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not even being a fan of tequila, so sorry, my guy. But don't mind me. I'm kind of a gin guy, thanks to uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Just saying. Yes, gin is pretty damn good, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Gin, gin and juice. juice. All right, so here comes my Anthony Davis rant. Uh-oh, here we go. <laughs> Cooper's like, here we go, throw the notes oh, out. Here we it. go, we're done, let's do this, let's get it over and done. Let's take the gloves off, let's go. <sighs> ding, ding, baby, <laughs> let's do this. So, as y'all know, I do like Anthony Davis. I think he's a great talent. My only problem with Anthony Davis, and he's shown it this year, he cannot stay healthy and he's not reliable for the team with his health. He's one freak flop down, knock down, whatever, because it seems like everybody attacks him from being gone from the playoffs. His injury prone, and the team was supposed to be moving on to him as the go, as the leader of the team. LeBron was trying to pass the torch to him, and he didn't do it because he even showed up for training camp out of shape. You just played basketball 72 days ago. How could you be out of shape in 72 days? Well, obviously, I know how you can do that because I have a very piss poor diet. But as a professional athlete, how are you as that out of shape? As a professional athlete who's getting paid to do what you are doing, there is a certain there's a certain thing you need to do, and that's even even light workouts to try and stay in shape a little bit during the off season. And their off season wasn't as long this year. Yeah. So that that's me. That's that's a big no no. Yeah, I can understand. Oh, well, I took extra time off 
and I kind of lost track of time, so I'm trying to just get back into shape right now because uh, we won the championship. I celebrated, but we already knew. We already knew ahead you of time. Celebrated for seventy two days. Yeah, what were you celebrating for seventy two days before? Like, I mean, what? Come on, what, man. what were you doing, dude? Like, so I honestly think the team really. I don't. Of course, I say this, but I was always thinking this before. But now, I don't even think it's going to happen now because obviously, what happened with the Wizards? They came back and made it to the playoffs. But I was because even before we actually got him, I knew he was a great talent. I wanted him on the team, but at the same time, even. Cooper and I discussed, I'd rather of us try to get Bradley Beal. And I've even said it on the show. I'd rather get the guy who can shoot threes consistently. Especially now, I would have mind because if we would have traded Davis, Kuzma, some picks and whatever um, the Wizards wanted to get um, Beal from them, kept Drummond. They're, you keep your inside presence with Drummond. You get the guy who actually shoots a lot better than Anthony Davis does on the outside, so you keep the court spread, and then you can either save some ex- that saves you some money to either resign, well, hopefully Drummond, and then either Dennis Schroeder or try to find another point guard if Schroeder decides to take off because he's trying to price himself into a point where he ain't worth that much money <laughs> after he denied the Lakers like a twenty-four million dollar deal. What twenty-four million a year deal? Or tw- sorry, twenty one million. Still, that's a lot of money. Still, that's a lot of money. Twenty one million for four years. I mean, he's he's no he's not a superstar. So what is it the dude wants? I have no idea. He thinks he's worth more than that. Apparently, he thinks he's mu- must be about twenty five to twenty eight range. I don't think he is. Man, these guys and their 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 dollar signs anymore. It's like, come on, dude. Yeah, I mean, I. Do you like playing basketball, or is it just just for the money? Right. So I would honestly, I'd like to see us figure out a way to get another another star outside of Anthony Davis who could actually be built around. You know, I don't think the Lakers can build around Anthony Davis. Don't like to. It's just the the how they've turned this into nothing more than a money maker. Money making machine. It's just it's pathetic. Well, after what we just saw with LeBron James, what the league's priority is is their bottom line. The players are f- feeling the same way. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I never mind. I'm not going to use that. <laughs> I was going to say something, but I don't want it to come off as racist. Yeah. Yeah. It's a saying. It's just a saying. But y'all might take it the wrong way, so I'm not going to say it. So. Anyways. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it's it's like father like let's go look father like son. That works. It's that kind of saying. It's just the other way. It's horrible, dude. It's like they're more worried about money than they are are playing the game and doing what it's right. You know, how much does the game mean to you? Is it money or is it the game? Yeah. I mean, I can understand too. Schroeder doesn't really make much, probably on endorsements on the up. Outside, so he's got to make as much as he can. Contract, yeah. Wise. But I mean, if he plays good enough, yeah, he can. If he get plays the... good enough, he'll get endorsements. He it plays good enough, he might get another contact contract extension, something yeah. you know, another bonus, something. You got to go out there and prove yourself that you can't just go out there demanding money. All right, then there's that. So we'll see. Unless what happens. your unless your numbers match your price. All right. 
So, I, honestly, I think the Lakers need to look at trading Davis for a star that they can actually build around post-LeBron that LeBron can play with. Because I just don't see Anthony Davis working out um, beyond this con- this contract, honestly. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, they did win a championship last year, bro. So, they were also gifted almost five months off in between their last game and the, and the bubble. So that helped. Yeah. Well, so he wasn't having to worry about injury. He got five months off to sit, not have to get hurt on the basketball court. Basically, all he had to do was just not go out and get hurt in public because you couldn't really anyways in California especially. Yeah. But I'm just saying, he, just as long as you avoided getting injured during the five-month pandemic break, that's why. So that's why I just like, because he's obviously too fragile. It's not going to work. I don't really see it working. Because and LeBron's can't can't do this anymore. He's not the player he was even last year. He's got to he's got to be reined back before he derails his career with so many injuries because he's trying to do too much. Yeah, he's got. We got to be able to sit LeBron down and not have to worry about. Oh my God, we just lost a ten point lead and now all of a sudden we're down by eight. We got to get LeBron back into the game after him sitting for three minutes. You know, we got to figure that out. And yeah. Davis was supposed to be the person that we start trying to build around. And I just don't see it happening in, yeah. a, in a proper sense. So, yeah, it's going to be fun, to say the least. Yeah. So, anyway, so that's my little rant. <laughs> well, that was fun. Wasn't it? <laughs> All right. I mean, yes, sir. This is so, a good one. I hope right. you guys enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed episode yeah. 99, baby. 99. Because that means Tuesday is episode 100. Yes. Of Age of Radio and Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. It is. We're going to be live. Check it out. Uh, we should be on YouTube, and we'll post out tomorrow the exact time we're going to do it. So that way you all can join us on our live. And, of course, we'll post the this on our podcast um, stuff, too, so that way you get the uh, whole show, whether you catch it live or you want to just download it and listen to it later on the uh, podcast. Definitely. It's going to be fun, man. It is. It's going to be great. And uh, we want to send out a special shout-out for your mom for finally listening. Yes, thank you, Mom. Love you. And uh, sorry I didn't give you a shout-out for Mother's Day. So uh, if you're listening, love you. And happy late Mother's Day. And happy late Mother's Day, even though I shouldn't have to tell you happy Mother's Day because you were the mother and father sometimes that I didn't have. Yes. So, love you. So, also, pre-happy Father's Day. <laughs> yes, pre-happy Father's Day. There you go. Also, we want to give a shout-out to everyone in New York for listening, Virginia for listening, Jersey. Come on. What happened to you guys? You guys stopped listening. Get back on it. What's up, guys? Come on. And thank you out there for uh, Finland and Germany for listening. We appreciate the love out there. Yes. Keep baby. it up. Anything else? You look exhausted, bro. I think we're done. I think we're done. So, be sure to tune in Tuesday, of course, for uh, football talk and NASCAR talk. Almost like worldwide sports talk. Yes, yeah, a little bit of... Shaking bacon, pigskin, baby. That's right, live. Is it pigskin and shaking bacon? Is yep. it shaking bacon, pigskin, or pigskin and shaking bacon? 
little pigskin and shake and bake or shake and bake and pigskin. Just depends on how you want to do it, bro. We'll just do it that way. Anyway, so be sure to tune in. Check it out. Episode 100. We're excited. We hope you're excited. We're looking forward to it. Yes, we love you guys, and we hope you have a good night, and thank you for listening. Mm -hmm. And as always, keep Keep on talking sports. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at Sports Talk dot Cooper dot Big Man. Or you can email us at Sports Talk with Cooper in Big Man. That's Sports Talk W I T Cooper, the letter N Big Man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.